Alright guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I know that this is on a random day. It's not our typical Monday morning roundtable discussion podcast, but we had this idea that in between, to kind of give you guys something else, we're just going to do these random little segments where sometimes it might just be one of us kind of talking about something that we're passionate about. It might be one of us interviewing somebody. It might be two or three of us from the podcast doing something, but it's going to be a little bit different from our usual format. So we know you guys are still getting to know us a little bit. And sorry for the noise. It's actually raining outside of Armature Works right now. Blessed be Florida in the summer. So yeah, exactly. So we're, we're excited to be here um, and just be able to get the chance for you guys to get to know us a little bit more. So basically what Jake and I are going to do is ask each other uh, three random questions. Uh, so Mr. Kurtz is going to start off first. And then I'm going to come back and ask him a question. So, Mr. Kurtz, what is your first question for me? All right. So, my first one, I mean, I've basically known you for about a year now. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know much about you before that. So, okay. I'm really curious to hear. What were you like in high school and college? Mm-hmm. What was Jake Thomas like back in the day? What was Jake Thomas like in high school? So, let's start with ninth grade. Ninth grade? I don't what were you even, like? I don't even know if I could think back that far to be honest with you I have a terrible memory but um, honestly I've always had a very like bubbly personality I've always been you know a people person um, maybe at times probably a, uh, a people pleaser but I've always just especially not having brothers or sisters so I'm an only child um, love my parents. Uh, I got a lot. Um, so I was the only one that got Christmas presents. Um, and yeah, I just always had, I felt like I always had to go out of my way to like make friends and like be able to like try to get to know people. Hmm. Uh, and so I think that's kind of created my personality where I've always been just an outgoing person. Okay. And so I think throughout high school, people probably describe me as very outgoing. Um, and then same in college, but it just got even better, just mm-hmm. kind of growing in like the confidence of, a, I guess, being out on my own. Um, and then also being in a completely different state. So uh, I went to the University of Nebraska, so I left Illinois. I didn't want to stay in state to go to school. Um, and I just continued on that personality or that personality train of just, you know, being just a happy go lucky, uh, you know, outgoing person that I am still today were you uh were you like one of the popular kids in high school that played sports like Um, were you a jock were you popular I was a jock I played so I I started off I played football I played track and field and then I tried to do baseball towards the end I did basketball as well um but the biggest one that stuck around for me was football uh and then I did track and field but then I ended up getting a job and so that kind of coincided with it uh but yeah I was uh yeah I High school is interesting, to say the least. Yeah. Right? I'm sure we all had, you know, very interesting high school experiences where uh, it was just, you know, one of those difficult times of just getting to know, like, who you are and, oh, yeah. you know, going through the different experiences with friends and family and just, you know, getting those hormones kicking up and <laughs> testosterone and everything. So, you know, I was, um, 
I was a little bit of a rambunctious kid and uh, I guess a little bit, I'll be, you know, a little bit vulnerable and, you know, talk about like I struggled a lot with, uh, you know, having like anger problems. Mm. Um, it was a huge issue that I had. Uh, when was that? High school? Throughout high school. Okay. Yeah. It was a huge problem. So a lot of times I, yeah, I mean, it is not like to be, you know, don't need to be sympathetic to, towards mm-hmm. me, um, is... I basically, I mean, I'm sure at one point in time we could all point to a fact that we got picked on, you know, whether it was big or small. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there were certain points where, you know, people realized, I guess, my, you know, my anger could come out mm-hmm. and they got reactions out of me. And so I think, you know, over the years, you know, in high school and college, I, you know, have slowly realized that, you know, they don't have control over me. I have the yeah. choice to, you know, control that uh and obviously the uh development of myself you know with my faith and then being more confident physically and mentally uh has been able to allow me to grow but i think it eventually too people grow up realize that you know can't really do that anymore you know once you're 25 26 um and you start to grow up so exactly that was a very uh good question that tumbled into right i know i I could only imagine so (laughs) All right, so my question. So, Mr. Kurt, since you've had your business now for what you said, 10 months, right? Yeah, about 10 months. So, 10 months. So, 10 months full time. So, it was a side project for about two years. Okay. Um, So, I was doing brick media for a couple years while I was working my full time jobs. I would come home, do it from seven to, you know, sometimes midnight or so and just kind of work on it. But I finally took the leap of faith in. this past August, so okay, yeah, it's coming up on like ten months. It's crazy. So let's just focus on like the ten months. Yeah, what is one mistake that you've made that you have learned from and ultimately corrected? Hopefully, oh, or man. you're still working on correcting. And how could you help somebody that may be going through that issue of recognizing a mistake they made? And being able to correct it. Oh, that's a good question, actually. There's there's so many mistakes that I've made throughout this process. Whether it's you know, what types of clients I approach, what types of projects I decide to work on. I think the main thing that's kind of one of those things that you can only have the luxury of doing once you actually have some established revenue coming in mm-hmm. is like saying no to certain clients. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, I kind of just because I had to pretty much say yes to everything that came my way just because I needed the money coming in. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even though the money might be great for that specific project or, you know, it might be a really good opportunity for me to learn something, sometimes it ends up being way more of a headache just because, like, it doesn't fit with your business or it doesn't fit with the way you work or it doesn't align with kind of your values. Right. So I would say just kind of... Questioning your clients at the beginning mm-hmm. was something that I needed to get better at, and I've finally started to get better at doing that. Yeah. So now whenever I'm talking to a client for the first time, I have kind of a list of questions that I always run through and just make sure that mm-hmm. um, everything kind of checks off. And, you know, it, it basically needs to be a mutual fit, Yeah. not just somebody paying me to do something and I do it. You know what I mean? Like, it needs to work for both sides. That's good. So for somebody getting started, like, you might need to get through it a little bit, um, and just get some money coming in. But then after a while, start asking your clients more questions up front so that you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. And that's definitely one thing that I needed to work on at the beginning. And then the other, I think the other stuff that 
I don't necessarily know if it's a mistake or not, but it's just finding that balance in your life. Yeah. Because when you own your own business, you can work 24 seven because there's always something to do. Right. So it's just establishing those, just drawing those lines in the sand. Like, all right, after this time, I'm yeah. done with my phone. I'm done with my laptop. That's good. Because it can start to take over your life pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. And then you end up hating it. Right. And you just, you need to be able to set up those barriers for yourself. That's so true. That's good. That's kind of where I'm at with it. But Very nice. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think that's, I've noticed it. I mean, but I think people could even, you know, have that issue of, with, you know, with social media. And I'm sure you come across it a lot too, where it's just the game that we play with social media. Um, yeah. And I saw Charlie Rocket talked about this on a, um, his Instagram post the other day about how it could just, you could be in this game of where you're competing, where you're yeah. trying to get followers, you're trying to get likes. Uh, and you're just, you know, it could be that same thing with you. You're just yeah. trying to get clients all the time, oh, constantly. Because it's, like, it's, I mean, it's you. I it's, still have issues with that sometimes. Like sometimes, you know, Kelly and I will be relaxing after a long day of work and like she'll be watching something on TV or like cooking dinner or something like that. And like I'm in the room, but like sometimes I'm completely disconnected from what's going mm-hmm. on in the room because I'm just on my phone or on my laptop, like emailing, sending mm-hmm. messages. That's good. Trying to get clients. Yeah. So it's learning to be present and it's still a work in progress. Like I'm sure Kelly would tell you there's still right. certain times when yeah. I'm not my best and I'm yeah. working on it, but uh, I'm trying to learn now, you know, what's right, what's wrong, how to really balance this so that in the future I just continue to get better with it. But yeah, it's an ongoing thing, man. It's, uh, it's another whole animal whenever you run your own thing. Cause yeah. it, you know, it never shuts off. I but. can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Awesome. Um, All right. What's my second question? Okay. So I think you'll like this one. It might be a little challenging because I know that you're not the kind of guy that likes to talk about this kind of stuff. Okay. Um, You and I pretty much as we've known each other, it's been through, you know, Radiant. It's been small groups. It's been kind of personal development, always trying to figure out like how we can better ourselves. Right. So instead of talking about how you can better yourself. My question for you is, what is something that you are deeply proud of about yourself? Wow. I know you don't like to talk <laughs> yourself up, but I want you to, I want to hear this from you. You know, what are you proud of? This is good because I was talking to, shout out to Derek at Ginger Beard. Uh, we were talking about this in learning to humble ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had my first like true meeting uh, with a gentleman, uh, you know, hopefully a potential client to be able to personal train and develop and work on their nutrition. Uh, and he was telling me how he unfortunately came into s- some contact with some other fitness individuals in the area that essentially led him astray and did him wrong. Um, and I felt like a real like burn in this like not like anger it was a frustration Mm -hmm. on the part of like the health and like fitness industry and just fitness individuals like how much like how what such a big gift that we have that we've been given and that i've realized i've been given from god because ultimately everything comes from god and so being able to realize the the passion you know and kind of like we talked about on our other podcast about you know, being able to live in your passion and being able to make it your purpose. And so I think what's been so 
amazing is that I've over the last three and a half years been able to create like a, a self image for myself and be able to be proud of what I've worked in physically and mentally that I'm able to talk through with people and be able to like tell them that I was once in their shoes, um, but be able to do it in a very like humble and genuine way because I know I've, I've been given so, so much in this life. Like I'm so grateful for my mother. I'm so grateful for my father. I'm so grateful for Haley. Um, I'm so grateful for the gifts and the abilities that God's given me. Um, you know, not even with, you know, the pure education standpoint, but just like the learned experience and the love to like serve others and be able to truly care for people. Um, I don't think I can express that in like any other way that like, I'm just like so thankful and I'm so proud of like the discipline that God's given me. And I think if you can really harness the, the discipline to like mentally and physically, when you don't want to push yourself you know, for the last three years that I have, like sometimes I just have to come back and say like, thank you, you know, God, yeah. like thank you for all that you've given me. Thank you for the experiences. Thank you for the hard times. Thank you for the peaks. Thank you for the valleys. Mm -hmm. And just be able to say like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be where I am. And I say that in the most humble way possible. And so, you know, just the last three years, just truly being able to just be grateful for where I'm at and in the season I am in my life. So that's an awesome answer, man. Yeah. I, uh, I kind of knew in the back of my head that you were going to take it in a <laughs> humble way, even though I was asking you something you're proud of. I mean, I, I somehow knew that you would tie it back to yeah. something where you're being humble and that's a really good, well thought out answer. And I think, I just, I think a lot of us yeah. need to get better at that. Like, Whenever we are good at something or we develop ourselves in any certain area, whether that's fitness or uh, business or, you know, financial success, whatever it is, I think we all need to realize that we've been given those opportunities and that all like although that although we are the ones that ultimately take it and run with it, we've been given some of these God given gifts mm -hmm. and just the ability to have like a life in America where we, exactly. where we have all the resources that we have. We have the technology that we have and that we've been born with it's true. and that we've grown up with. Yeah. We're living in such a great world right now. Yeah. And our circumstance is just so good yeah. that I think people need to be more thankful for that versus yeah. always thinking that whenever they do something great, it's 100% attributed to themselves. Yeah. Because a lot of it is just... just being grateful that we were born in this time yeah. and that we've had these opportunities. And like you said, like yeah. you had great parents, you have a great now fiance. Um, all these things in your life are contributing to your ability to be disciplined because right. I mean, who knows, depending on your circumstances, like you may not have been able to be as disciplined as you are. Right. And, and I think it's, I think something that we were, I, it's certain situations where, and at certain times, I think I need to hear it because 
I might be having a bad day because I didn't do something right or, you know, I was feeling like lackadaisical Mm -hmm. where, you know, Haley came home and I think we talked about this the other day. Um, and I'm big into PHI. It's the look, it's the, it's the business world I live in. So I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep it a bare minimum, but essentially Haley, uh, had a family, uh, and they were from, you know, a, a foreign country. And essentially she was talking to her about how both Haley and I, you know, grew up, we were able to go to college and we were able to get a job like just those three, like be able yeah. to have a good family, whether, you know, divorced parents or not, you know, go to college and then get a job afterwards. Like you should just you stop right there. Just yeah. say, give all glory to God. Thank you so much for just giving me the capabilities to be, you know, live abundantly, you know, beyond like what a majority of the world like has the possibility of having yeah. and just, you know, Right there. I mean, that's huge in a sense. And being able to realize that too, like makes me just constantly stop and think. I'm just like, I... Dude, I start all my praying now with thank you. Because I used to only pray and like basically ask for things and ask God to put his blessing over certain people in certain areas of my life. But I've realized recently and I mean, I guess a while now, but I've always start to thank God in all of my prayers. Like it's just the way that I always started out and it kind of changes your entire relationship with God because you know, really you're just, you end up being more grateful for him instead of just always asking for something. Yeah. And I think that kind of changes your whole dynamic when it comes to faith, just yes. when you're grateful and thankful for things. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So that's good. Awesome. Well, that, so, yeah, yeah, man. that was good. Yeah. Was good. I wanted I, to get that out of you. Cause I know. I know that a lot of the time you're, I know I am. You're hard on yourself because we all are. Everybody's hard on themselves. We all just think about what areas we are um, lacking in and yeah. how we can fix those. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this right now, um, ask yourself what's something about you that you're deeply proud of. Mm-hmm. What's something that you're already doing great that you can just go to God tonight and just say thank you yeah. for allowing that to happen in my life and. Yeah. Um, and just like stopping to take that opportunity to do that, but know that like you're going to continue to like progress forward exactly. and be able to, to, to keep moving on towards, you know, what you've been given already and to keep progressing on top of that and just one yeah. step at a time, one day at a time. So All right. awesome. All right. So Mr. Kurtz, your question. So I know we've talked about this before, like in our small group, Pastor Ryan, Colt and I, uh-huh. when was it that you knew the, knew the flip? where you had to decide to make, I need to go and make this, you know, my full-time thing, you know, okay. 10 months later or 10 months ago. So it was when I knew that I wasn't doing my company justice by staying mm-hmm. the company that I was working at. It was almost a, a guilt feeling that I wasn't going in there and giving it my all. Mm-hmm. I knew that I could have been doing a better job I knew that there were certain projects that needed some extra effort and some extra time, but I simply mentally couldn't get myself to focus on those right. because I was so focused about, um, or I was so focused on my own business and what I was going to be doing when I got home, mm-hmm. which was basically you know diving right into my own stuff. Right. So it was basically when I knew that I was not doing a good enough job at work yeah because anything i do i want to give it my all right and when i realized that i literally could not give it my all because i didn't care about it that's good that's when i knew that i had to give it a shot 
because if I truly did care about something, I just knew the opportunities were going to be endless. So yeah, yeah, it was really just then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Cause I know you talk about this a lot and I, I used to listen to him in the beginning, um, listen, talking about Gary Vaynerchuk and the whole, you know, <laughs> I and think Gary's going to get shouted out in every single episode. Of this I hope podcast. so. Yeah. And I hope in future Gary, if you hear this ever, you can just come on our podcast. It'd be fantastic. Yes. But what, I mean, cause what it remind me again, what is it? He talks about like, you know, you're nine to five and then working from what, like nine to 12 or whatever it is, you know, like after the fact. Yeah. And so I, I see both of us doing that. And obviously mm-hmm. you've been able to make the switch, you know, you've been working at it longer and hopefully, you know, someday I'm able to make that switch as well too. But I think like we talked about the other day about our purpose, you know, if you have something that you do in the morning, you're doing after, after work, like you're nine to five, uh-huh. you know, like we talked about the other day, you know, continue to like educate yourself and be able to like learn and grow like don't drive yourself into the ground obviously but i think learn to just make that like abundantly fruitful and continue to water it and Mm -hmm. seed it whatever way you can because i think that if you're able to realize that that's going to be able to like one help you like in your life but also like continue to like help and serve others whether it's through you know providing an amazing service you know for both of us i guess in that aspect uh and just continue to grow on that because i think so many times i feel like me especially where i struggle with like oh i don't need to do this and i don't like you know nothing's coming about like i'm it's never gonna happen but I, I, it's the little situations where I realize that, you know, I just need to continue, like, whatever it is, whether it's a new person I talk to, yeah. you know, like you, like, for example, I'm helping out Jake, trying to get him on the right narrow path of, you know, his nutrition and, and, and health and everything and motivating him to, you know, know that he can work out and being able to fit his schedule. Um, so I think it's just, it's just that. Yeah. So, for example, I just helped Jake on Sunday. And then that, you know, then the next day was try to help somebody new yep. on Tuesday. And so, and I think another thing that would be important to bring up for other people that might be in my shoes, mm-hmm. like trying something on the side, whatever it may be. Yeah. Over time, your side thing is going to catch more and more traction. Mm-hmm. And whenever you start to see that traction actually picking up and you're starting to make more money on the side and you kind of have this feeling that, oh my God, something's actually working. Mm-hmm you're going to get more and more sick of your nine to five at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, over time I just started to make more and more on the side Yeah. and I just kept caring about it more and more and more yeah. because I just saw that it could potentially be something. That's good. So, I mean, it just, you know, it evolves over time, but it's just important to bring up because don't start a side thing and then like make, a hundred bucks and be like, all right, I'm quitting my job. Like, yeah, give it some time and let it develop a little bit before right. you just make any crazy decisions. Of course I was making, you know, between 60 and 70% of my salary on the side when okay. I quit. Wow. So for a while I was bringing in yeah. a pretty good amount in my full-time job and then I was making a pretty good amount on the side. Mm-hmm. And obviously that was hard to, it was hard to leave behind that stability, that stability and that amount of money. Yeah. But once I knew that I had enough traction to get to where I was and Maintain obviously it. surpass it at yeah. some point, that's when I knew it was time. It yeah. was once I knew that there was like some real traction yep. and not just, 
a couple hundred bucks a month because like that could be a fluke. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So that's good. You'll you'll know though. You'll yeah. know when it starts to catch on big time. I think so. So yeah. All right. Final question. All right. This one's right. kind of random. Like it's not as deep as the other ones. Okay. <laughs> um, so if somebody's so you're from Illinois. Yeah. And you've lived in Nebraska. I lived in Nebraska, and, and now, now you I live in, in Florida. And now you live in Tampa. <laughs> Yeah. So if somebody said, Jake, you can't live in Tampa, you can't live in Illinois, and you can't live in Nebraska, what three places in the U.S. would you check out first? Oh, goodness. Oh to potentially gosh. live in. Wow. All right. So my first one would be Montana. So yeah. I, yeah, it's a small, or hopefully short story, or long story short. I'm terrible at telling stories, by the way. I apologize, <laughs> everyone. Uh, essentially, I met a gentleman came down to Tampa. Uh, Haley and I were out one night. I was behind him in line. Uh, he asked me if I wanted a drink because he wasn't coming back up. I said, sure, why not? Uh, and then I returned the favor, um, you know, buy him a drink later. Uh, he said, hey, thanks, you want to hang out? Um, you know, my friends are over here. And then long story short, Haley and I ended up hanging out with him for the rest of the evening. Found out he was a pastor in the Air Force and and then the rest was history, and we do Bible studies uh, on the U Bible or U Version app. Uh, and he lives out there, and I've been wanting to go out and visit him. But the views in Montana, first off, look beautiful, um, and also just like the just being in the middle of nowhere is like peaceful. Yeah. I think it kind of reminds me of Nebraska in a sense. Like <laughs> I just there's something about like where I think people like if you've never been or lived in like a small town like and I don't like I I've, I've been, been to small towns but I've never like lived there you know for extended period of time but Haley and I were literally just talking about this the other day how we just like we want to go visit like all of our friends and small towns <laughs> in Nebraska because sometimes like we just want to get away from like life and yeah. just be able to just do things you know you know that way but so Montana would probably be my first one uh my next one would probably be Oh my gosh, where have I been? Boston was really pretty. Um, I went there for Cubs Red Sox series uh, one year. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And then I don't know about the cold again. So I, on both of those, that'd be tough. Uh, and then my next one would probably be, I'd probably say somewhere in the Carolinas. Carolinas. Like on the coast, even though that'd be probably pretty bad, you know, just with the like hurricanes. The Carolinas so, are a good mix, though, of, like... Yeah. It's not always hot, you, but it's not always cold. Yeah, because you can get the mountains, and then you can get the beach. So, yeah. Yep. That's a good question. I, I, yeah, and I really thought these through. I wanted to just, like, throw yeah, you off. Yeah, that's my, good. Do you want to hear my three cities? Okay, yeah. Mine would be San Diego. Ooh. Because... Pricey. Yeah, pricey. <laughs> yeah. One, there's a lot of business opportunity there. True, true. Two, another thing that... Um, Brick Media San Diego? I mean, I could see that happening. Yeah, well, come on. But uh, the best possible day of weather in Tampa or anywhere is like every day there. That's true. It's just not humid. Mm -hmm. It's not too hot. Yeah. It's, I mean, I can't even, there's hiking there. There's business yeah. there. Yeah. There's, you know, drivable to the beach still. That's good. Like, that just sounds like the perfect place to live, but it's just so far away from everything I know. Right. That's um, true. You're on the opposite side from Pittsburgh. You're yep. on the opposite side of everything you got in Florida. That's tough, though. The but. other one would be Atlanta. I would definitely consider living That's in Atlanta. That's a good one. Yeah. Just is. because I don't know what it is about me with, like, professional sports teams. Because yeah. I would need to live in Braves, a city. You got the Hawks. 
I got. Need, I need a city that has all the teams. Why is it the? Is it the Thrashers? Who am I thinking of? Uh, wait, hockey? Thrashers. Hockey? Um, am, I, am I wrong sport? Wrong team? Does okay. Atlanta have a hockey team? I, I don't think know. they do. Cut that out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm incorrect there. But I don't, I don't know what it is, though. I feel like for me to live in a city, it needs to have a couple major sports teams. That's true. I don't know why. Like, I couldn't live in, like... Nebraska? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. FYI, for all of you that don't know, the University of Nebraska is our sports team. So we live, breathe, die Husker football. So yeah. there's nothing else besides the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Royals. So, And I think the other one would be somewhere in Colorado... I don't know what yeah. city because I haven't been, but yeah. I just have a feeling that I would really like the mountains and the vibe there with all the yeah. the breweries and the, Is Fort the hiking. I've never been to Fort Collins. I don't know if that's by. I think Kelly was there actually yeah. recently. Well, you're going or your Brett, you're going there tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to Colorado yeah. this week. But, yeah, this week, yeah. Uh, I don't really know where anything is. So I, I know I'm flying into Denver, but like, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea where I'm going after The that. world is your oyster from there. So. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, th- those are my three questions. That's what's good. Your, what's That's your, good. What's your final one? My final question for you, Mr. Kurtz, is if... Uh-oh, these if questions yeah, are scary. I know. I know. If you had to pick another industry job you had your your memory was wiped clean oh man no no gary talks no social media no marketing and advertising you started over what would mr kurtz be doing man that's really hard i'm just gonna go with what my gut tells me right away because (laughs) i feel like my gut is usually fairly accurate i think i would be like a career counselor or like some kind of guidance counselor. Okay. Whether it's in a college or in a high school. Huh. I'm always giving people advice on what they should be doing with their lives, and sometimes it's unsolicited advice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I just really like to understand people's personalities. I really like to understand their interests and then kind of point them in good directions that might be, that might be beneficial for them. That's good. So man. I, I don't know, like, I don't know if that's what I would end up doing because I don't really understand the path of that job like once you become a guidance counselor or a career counselor like I don't really know what's after that yeah and I know that my brain is always thinking like 10 steps ahead so um yeah I'm not too sure but that's what my gut tells me and then maybe otherwise it would be like maybe like a psychologist or something like that there you go that connection of being able to like like I'm just I'm really into analyzing people's personalities and interests and just trying to help people better their lives that's cool but over time I've realized that I can do that outside of a career right so yeah you know I can I can do a marketing job I can do whatever kind of job and then just in my daily life yeah I can impact people yeah so I think that's important to realize for anybody like your your job doesn't have to be where you that's true where you impact people because like I feel like anytime you ask somebody what they want to do they're like oh I want to help people and change the world and it's like like, that's like the cliche answer and everybody wants to do it but you can do that whether you're a public speaker that motivates people right or you can literally be you know the dude that's out there cutting the grass at Armature Works right now and then just be like a really nice dude yeah and be a good person to yeah. your community, be a good person to your family, be a good person to your friend. Yeah. You know, and like, just dude, be able the to... Guy, the guy that's the security guard here yeah. that always comes up oh, and yeah. talks to us, he's, like, the greatest dude ever, and he's impacted me so many times. And he's just a security guard at Armature Works, like, keeping people safe. Yeah. But 
to see. Even yeah. during his work day and like outside of it when I've seen him, that guy's just always like looking out. He's like dropping Bible verses on me, like <laughs> asking me how I'm doing, asking me how my work's going. That's good. He's just like a it's just like a light anytime you see him. It's just, yeah. he's always making you feel good. So yeah. the more you can do that for people, whether it's during work or not, just always keep that in mind. That's awesome. I think we'll but, end on that. That was, a, that was good. Yeah, was I think good. we should do that more often. Um, yeah. Let us know what you guys think about these types of episodes, these in-between ones. Let us know what types of content you want to see. We're always open to hearing suggestions and trying new things, but yeah. our typical weekly ones that we release on Mondays will be, you know, that kind yeah. of where we answer the questions and it's hopefully most of the time the four of us, but if there's anything creative or interesting you guys want to hear in between, just let us know and follow along on Instagram with uh, making it in Tampa Bay and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. All right. Take care.